0: Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Wellpreneur Podcast, Episode 173. I am a chiropractor and a personal trainer. I'm a nutritionist and a holistic health coach. I'm a medical herbalist, naturopath, food coach, registered dietitian. I am a Wellpreneur. I am a Wellpreneur. I am a Wellpreneur. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Wellpreneur podcast. If you want to work with moms to help them improve their self-care, then this episode is for you. No matter what type of wellpreneur you are, I see all the time women, mainly women, wanting to work with other moms to help them improve their self-care. So we're talking about things like starting a meditation practice or like really working on their own diet to move it more towards whole foods or having an exercise routine and doing some sort of spiritual work and on and on to... Help them overcome the problems that these moms are struggling with. So exhaustion and anxiety and not sleeping well and digestive problems and inability to lose weight and just all of this stuff, right? So this desire to work with moms on self-care is one that comes up over and over again. And actually, it's not as straightforward as you might think it is. So if this is a target market working with moms on self-care that you're going after or you're thinking about going after or you want to include in your business, definitely you want to listen to this episode. This episode is also going to be interesting for you if you're interested in choosing a specific target market and want to kind of hone your marketing mind so that you can understand how do you identify what's a good target market or not a good target market and the pitfalls that might come up. So I'm always encouraging listeners to you know, not just take it at face value, but to really question the types of marketing advice that you're getting and to try to understand why you're getting that certain type of advice so that you can hone your own marketing mind. Because even if you don't want to do marketing for your career, like that's fine. As a business owner, it's going to be super valuable for you to understand this stuff so that you can make better decisions about your own business. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. I have a feeling this episode might be a bit controversial, might be pushing people's buttons a little bit. And so if that happens to you, I'd encourage you, please come over and let's have a discussion about it in our Wellprinter Facebook community. There's now over 2,800 Wellprinters in that group, and we would just love to talk with you. And and let's work on this because clearly everyone's in agreement that so many moms need help and actually self-care can be extremely beneficial. And as you'll see, what we talk about today is just how do we best communicate that message. And don't forget, if you want to go further with learning about how to grow your wellness business online, earlier this year, I published my book, Wellpreneur, which is available on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle version or you can get a nice physical copy. And it goes through my entire system of how to bring more of the right people to your website and turn them into paying clients. So if you'd like to go further with this topic about target markets and the exercises we're discussing and how to really identify the clients that are going to be best for you, check out my book, Wellprinter, available on Amazon. So this topic of working with moms and wanting to help them improve their self-care actually came up during the recent four-day Nail Your Niche challenge that I was running so I ran this challenge within our well printer community group and we had almost 500 Wellprinters registered and participating, which was like really awesome. And what was cool going through the process is that everyone was sharing their target markets and their fears about it and their questions and kind of their approaches for who they were going to work with and how in their business. And I saw this market come up multiple times and it really resonated with me because I know from the previous programs I've run and from my one-on-one clients and from the well printers that I meet that so many of you want to work with moms on helping them improve their self-care. Unfortunately, even though I 100% agree this is so important and actually taking time for self-care can heal so many of their issues, right? And their challenges and their frustrations. There is a huge caveat with this market and I wanna explore that now. So what are the symptoms that we're seeing among these moms? We're seeing these moms that won't spend any time on themselves. They devote their entire lives and all of their energy to their families and their children. And so what ends up happening is that you end up with these moms that are so well-intentioned and so loving and have, you know, such good hopes and dreams for their families, but they're running themselves ragged. They're absolutely exhausted. They're not sleeping well. You know, if they're sleeping at all, they're having really spotty sleep. They are not feeding themselves properly. So we see a lot of women that even if they're feeding their family's meals, maybe they're grazing throughout the day. They're just eating whatever their kids eat. They're not taking time to sit down to proper meals. Maybe they're feeding a little one during mealtime and not actually feeding themselves. They've forgotten about their exercise routine. They've eliminated pretty much all of their own interests because they're spending all of their time and energy working on their family and trying to help their family to, to support them as they're growing. And then you'll start to see some physical things like they've got weight that they can't lose. They're starting to feel bad about themselves. Then that might affect their relationship with their partner because they're not wanting to be intimate. They're not wanting to spend time with their partner. They're not willing to spend that time away. They've kind of, they feel like they've lost themselves. And in this market of moms, you see a lot of guilt. So they're feeling guilty about everything right? They're feeling guilty when they, if they do spend any time with themselves, they're feeling guilty if they do something with their family that they're not doing it good enough or they're not being the perfect mother. There's like a load of layers of pressure and guilt going on in here. And so what we know from a holistic health perspective is that it's really important to take care of yourself first, right? So you've got to make sure that you fill your well so that you have energy and resources to give to the people that you love. It's like that idea of put on your own oxygen mask first before assisting other people. So we know that. And so we're thinking, well, what does that look like? It's looking like preparing healthier meals, starting to eat proper meals, doing some sort of maybe mindfulness, doing some sort of exercise, taking a little bit of time for you and your partner, taking time to, you know, reconnect with some of your creative pursuits. I don't know, you know, your definition of how to help these types of moms in that situation is going to be different for every person and depending on what modalities you use. But the general umbrella that we tend to group this under is self-care. And that's a word that I hear a lot. So wellpreneurs, holistic practitioners want to help moms with self-care. And that is a really good intention. And I think it's a really important thing. And honestly, I personally believe that is part of the solution, right, for them. Like that's what they need to get to. Here's the problem. And here's the reason we're having a whole podcast episode just about targeting moms to have them increase their self-care. Think about the problem I just described. The problem is that these women aren't spending time on themselves. They don't want to spend time on themselves. They don't feel like they're allowed to spend time on themselves because that's what's stemming all these problems, right? But when you're asking them to buy something, you're saying, I want you to spend your time and your money with me so that I can help you spend more time on yourself. This is... Super threatening, even to their entire worldview, so I'm American. I grew up in the u s you know have have seen from my own childhood and my own experiences with my mother as well as my friends now becoming mothers. I don't have children myself, but I'm very familiar with that environment of pressure of being the perfect mother. Then I've also lived in England, and I've seen it. it's still pervasive there, so this is I'm just saying that so that you know the perspective that I'm coming at it from. I guess it depends on the culture. To be honest, when I lived in France, I found kind of like the least mother guilt going on, which I thought was really refreshing. Women were encouraged to have a relationship and personal interests, and and it was so dramatically different to me from what I'd seen in England and in the U.S. But let's have a think about this. So from my perspective, what's going on with mothers? There are immense societal pressures that say that you need to be the perfect mother. And the perfect mother is totally giving and self-sacrificing and gives everything to her children. And whether we like it or not, whether we manage to overcome these stereotypes or not, they are there and they are real for a lot of people. And this results in huge amounts of guilt. So if they take time out to go to a yoga class or to have coffee with their friends or to do some writing or one of their, a painting class or something that they've really enjoyed, there is real or imagined a pressure that well with that time like why are you being so selfish if you were a really good mother you'd be spending that time to improve your children's lives right this is i don't even want to get into it anyway it's really it really bothers it really bothers me that this exists but this is kind of how society is at this moment especially you know and if you have a group of enlightened friends and powerful women that are going out and like making this time for themselves then you know, you see examples, but for many women, they don't have an example of women taking this time for self-care. So every, like their entire universe is surrounded with this pressure of needing to be a good mother and being a good mother means being selfless and giving and focusing on your children and your family as your number one priority. Okay. So even though they're feeling anxious and exhausted and not taking care of themselves and not nourishing themselves, and they may agree at some intellectual level that, oh, yes, you're right. Like, this is crazy. What am I doing to myself? I need to take care of myself before I take care of my family. But there is a huge inner block for many of these women because by you saying you need to spend more time on self-care, you're threatening like their worldview, these are their values. They obviously have, an, you know, whether it came from their family situation that they were raised in, from external pressures, from the media and from our society, from, you know, their mother-in-law, from whoever it came from, they obviously have a value of, I need to put my family first. And when you say, well, to fix your problems, you need to not do that. You need to put yourself first. That is hugely threatening, right? That's threatening one of their core values in life. And we need to be aware of this when we're approaching our marketing to market to these women, okay? Now, who knows whether that's right or wrong or what it is, but in my experience, this is what I've seen, is that these messages of, here, moms, I'm going to teach you to have more self-care, they're not going to pay for that because they don't value it, right? Everything is telling them what I value and what I should spend time on are things that are going to improve my family's life and things that are going to impact my children, and then I can deal with myself later. So that marketing message, if you've been trying to convince moms to come to workshops about self-care, to participate in programs about self-care, this is why it's not working because it's either extremely threatening on a subconscious level or conscious or subconscious level. It might just really turn them off or they just might, you know, not, not really understand it. Or what also happens is it just seems like, oh, that would be a nice to have. Like, oh, self-care, like that's time, having me take time to go to a yoga class and take a bubble bath and eat some healthy food. Well, wouldn't that be nice? But it's not a priority, right? They don't value it. Why would they spend their money and their very limited time that they get to themselves on something that is just kind of like a fluffy nice to have to them, right? We know it's not a fluffy nice to have, but that is the perception when you're coming from that worldview, So this can be really frustrating. And if you are feeling triggered or angry right now or like feeling some emotions come up, I want you to know it's totally okay. I want you to like, you want to breathe through it and just observe where these emotions are coming from. Because I find that when I start to feel, when we all start to feel triggered by things that come up in our life and business, it's really interesting just to observe it and see like what's the underlying thing that's going on here. And it's important to remember that we're all on our own journey. And so if you're a person that really believes in self-care and you really want to spread that message to other women, remember that maybe you always weren't that way. You've gone through a process that's taken months or years to get you to a point where you realize how crucial self-care is for your life and for your relationships and for your health and for your family. But not everybody else is at that point yet. And I think this is our challenge as Wellpreneurs is how can we meet people where they are and then bring them to that next step on the journey. We can't fix people, but we can provide the information and the tools and share our personal stories so that we can bring people along with us and help them to realize, like, where's that next step that they're going? What's the next step that they need to get to in their lives? Okay, so if you're really motivated by working with moms on self-care, I want you to do that. Like, yes, you can absolutely do that. I am not discouraging you from going after this target market. It absolutely can work. But we need to be a little bit more savvy in our marketing about how we're targeting these women. So a key in any kind of marketing, and it especially applies in this case, is that picking a target market is about much more than just demographics. So just saying that I want to work with women in their, or mothers in their 30s that's not specific enough for target market. What I want you to do is really drill down into their fears and their frustrations on the negative side, and then their secret dreams and desires and aspirations on the positive side. These are two really emotionally charged groups of feelings and dreams and frustrations. And it's by tapping into these with emotion that really get at what is frustrating these women and what do these women want to move towards? And when you relate to those and connect with those, then they'll buy into your products and services so that you can take them down the path and do self care along the way. But leading with that message of self care is never going to connect with them because they don't value it, as we just talked about. So how do you start to get into these deep messages of, or these deep frustrations and fears and also dreams and desires? I want you to think about a time that you've spent money on something for health, right? Where you've bought into a program or like spent a good amount of money or started working with a practitioner. What point were you at when you actually were prepared to make that investment? Was it just, oh yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed that I get a rash on my skin, but whatever. You know, at that point, are you going to spend money on a solution? No, It's at that point where, at least not in my experience, right? And I really encourage you to think back to a time where you've invested in your health. It usually takes getting to that point where you are not even just frustrated, but so fed up, you make a decision that this cannot continue. I will not live my life like this any longer. I am fed up with it. And then you're prepared to spend money. And almost more importantly, you're prepared to spend the time that's going to be required To make the changes in your life to eliminate that problem because you are fed up. The other time that this works is when you want a dream so badly. You want this other way for your life to be. You have a vision for it and you're ready to do it and you're so motivated by that and I'd have to say fed up with how your current life is that you're ready to make that financial investment and the time investment and the changes to actually make it happen. So when we're looking at our target market, that's what we want to be looking at is the real intense frustrations and fears and what they're fed up with, what they can't stand anymore in their lives, and those good, positive aspirations and dreams that they want to be moving forward to. So how do I do this? I go about it in two different ways. One is I like to do a target market or an ideal client visualization exercise. If you participated in our Nail Your Niche Challenge, we went through that exercise together. But now that that challenge is over, the only way that you can get that exercise in an audio form is actually in my marketing bootcamp program, which is available at wellpreneuronlinecom slash bootcamp. But you can also see a written version of it within the Wellpreneur book that's available on Amazon. But the idea is you want to connect, you want to do a guided visualization where you actually connect with your ideal client and imagine a day in her life from when she's waking up in the morning all throughout the whole day until she goes to bed at night and really dig into those fears and frustrations and aspirations and dreams. I like to do this exercise first as I'm getting started with the target market, later after I've spoken to a lot of people in my target market, and again before I do any sort of like writing my website, creating a sales page, creating my marketing materials, you really want to connect up with the ideal client. So you can try doing this ideal client visualization. But the solid gold, what you're really going to want to do is market research interviews. And you want to talk to at least 10 people within your target market with really open-ended questions and start to ask them about what's frustrating them, what's keeping them up at night, what's their ideal situation. And just open-minded, not coaching, but just collecting this information, making notes, and then looking for trends. Because the exact words that they use are where the solid gold is in your marketing. And again, this process, including all the specific questions and how I go about doing market research interviews, it's all available both in my book, Wellpreneur, as well as in Wellpreneur Marketing Bootcamp. And you can find the details about both of those on my website, wellpreneuronline.com. So for these specific demographic of moms where you want to help them with self-care, you want to for sure do market research interviews to get to know your set of moms most you know, really intimately and understand where they're coming from and also do this kind of visualization. And then I want you to take the approach of sell them what they want, give them what they need. So this happens in all types of marketing is that what people are looking for might be different than what they actually need. So in this case, you know that they need self care, but those moms not only are they not searching for self-care, if you talk to them about self-care, you'll either totally shut them down or just have them feel like, well, that's not very valuable. That's not worth my time and money. So what you need to do through these market research interviews is really get into what do they value? And you're getting at those through their frustrations and also those dreams. So for example, just as an example for one, say you were going to talk about digestive problems for moms, right? So that could be a symptom that they're really, they're feeling nauseous or bloated or gassy and they've actually got a physical issue going on. And because of that, they're actively seeking help because they just can't go on like this, right? That's a compelling enough. Maybe I'm just making this one up, but follow along. Like that could be compelling enough that they're willing to pay for it and actually willing to spend their time and money on it. But within your program or your course or your book or your one on one coaching or your therapies, whatever you're doing, you can weave self-care in there. You don't even have to call it self-care. You could, as part of your the digestive protocol, say that they have to start doing five minutes or 10 minutes of mindfulness meditation every day, for example, because we know that if you're really stressed out, that might contribute to bad digestion. So there's ways that you can start to weave this in. And over time working together, you can start to Bring it to their attention about, look, like these are some self care things. And as you do these, they are actually changing, like helping you improve your digestion, but also in these other areas, right? You can start to weave all of that in. You could also weave in sleep or you could weave in play and relationship time. So the idea is sell them what they want, which in this example could be healthy digestion and give them what they need, which is what you know. Yes, you're solving that problem but you're also giving them these tools and this new outlook on life that is going to shift them so that they do start to value this self-care. They do see that it is important. So I know how important self-care is. Like, believe me, I completely agree. But I just think selling it is, is really difficult because people don't value it. And so I think whether you're targeting moms or busy professionals or whoever you're targeting, right, we could, most of us could use a bit more self-care and so I think that can be woven into your programs and your products and your services. And over time, you can start to become more vocal about it and how that actually benefits those clients. So I hope I've given you some really good food for thought. I think this topic can be quite triggering and controversial because there, there are so many pressures on all of us and especially on moms. And I think it can be really tempting as wellness professionals that have gone through our own wellness journey. We're still on it, but, you know, we've maybe been doing this for years and we can feel like we know what people need. Right. But the challenge is in order to do effective marketing and to grow a business, you need to meet people where they are and you need to be speaking their language. And so that applies to whether you're, you are you want to work with moms or you want to work with other target markets is that we need to really get into the head of our ideal clients and understand where is she coming from? What does she really value? What is she prepared to spend not only money but time and prepared to make changes to achieve? And when you can tap into those desires and frustrations and dreams... That's what's going to make your marketing really magnetic and what's going to make you really attractive to potential clients and really able to affect a big change in the world, which is what we all want, right? That's why we're doing this work. So I hope that's given you some food for thought. As I said, I'd love to have a discussion with you about this episode in our Wellpruner community group on Facebook. If you just go into Facebook, you can type in the search bar Wellpreneur community and you'll see there's over 2,800 of us in there and you can just click the link and request to join um, and come join the conversation. I'd love to see you over there. As always, I'll put all the links to everything in the show notes, which are available at wellpruneronline.com. From my website, you can also get links out to Amazon to get a copy of my book, Wellpruner, or to join us within Marketing Bootcamp, my step-by-step program, to help you bring more of the right people to your website and turn them into paying clients. So have a fantastic week, guys, and uh, I will see you back here next week with our next episode.